0: Hello and welcome to the State News Podcast Network. Today we are hosting a podcast about surviving in Michigan State dorm rooms and some of the horror stories that come with them. So today uh, I will be your host. My name is Eli McCowan. I am joined by Wendy Guzman and Sarah Tidwell. How are we doing today, guys?
1: Good. I'm doing
0: good. You good? Good, good. So today we're talking about surviving in Michigan State dorm rooms, which are some of the, when you live in Michigan State, they become some of the, I think it's like, it becomes like part of your, like your personality, like especially if you live in certain ones, like after a while, like it really does. And I think it's really important to talk about how to get through with it, how to learn how to cope with it, If you especially if you're a freshman for this upcoming year. And there are all kinds of horror stories that really come with them over time, I think for sure. So first I wanna start out, I'm gonna ask you, Wendy, Please describe where you lived during your freshman year and some of the experience and some of your your general background. Living where you were,
2: yeah. So I was a resident of the fourth floor of North Hubbard Hall in East Neighborhood. So, um, it was something where like it was a it was a hall I wasn't too disappointed to be in. I knew it was a bit far, but overall, I. Heard good things about just like the layout of the room and I really wanted a sweet bathroom so worked out fine and I had a good roommate so my stuff wasn't the worst it was a lot of just the overall atmosphere of living with other kids that are your age that probably went a little you know into the horror horror story realm but I think I liked living in Hubbard and I'm a fan of the that hall and i think that it definitely deserves much more respect than it receives
0: (laughs) all right sarah i'm going to swing it to you please describe where you lived and your experience in uh your freshman and sophomore year
1: okay so yeah i'm a year older than both eli and wendy so i had two years experience in the dorms my freshman year i was on the fifth floor of east acres um i lived with one of my internet friends at the time and two other girls who kind of went in blind with us um it was pretty decent for the first semester like my friend and I got along um the two other girls were kind of civil they didn't really go out or anything um I really enjoyed having like the bathroom in the bedroom area so like everything was connected there was no suite like I knew who was using my bathroom I knew who was going to be in the room at all times um And, you know, I grew up, I have three siblings, so I'm used to having three other people to share things with. So, you know, that aspect of it wasn't as bad as I expected it to be. Um, I think Wendy's right. It is just the fact that we were all the same age. Um, So like my siblings and I are 20, 18, 16 and 14, whereas these girls I was living with at the time, we were all 18. So it was just like fresh out of um, high school, like looking for new experiences, that kind of thing. Um, So that's kind of where we all clashed because we all were, you know, experiencing the first steps of college together. But um, living in Acres on the fifth floor my spring semester, I met my friend group. Um, They lived on, like, the opposite side of me. So I lived on, like, the one side of the hallway out of the elevator, and they lived down the other side. But I met what now is, you know, my friend group outside of Snooze. Um, So that's a plus. And then my sophomore year... I was going like to live with the same roommate from freshman year, my internet friend, but we kind of, you know, fell off. We're not friends anymore. So I went in blind to West McDonald, third floor, and got one of the best friends that I have right now as well. Um, she's one of the coolest people I ever met. Um, I didn't ever, I was like when I say this, I seriously meant I did not ever see my sweetmate's mates' faces. I didn't ever talk to them unless it was over text um we would leave passive aggressive sticky notes to each other in the bathroom if we needed some supplies or if we needed something to be cleaned um or if we had issues with like what was going on in their room um because my roommate at the time last year was a smoker so like they would just be like hey like we don't want that smell coming into our room like put towels down and stuff like they would like yell at us about that so it was just kind of like um a lot of passive aggression that we just kind of dealt with in ways that you know, we probably could have dealt with a lot better because we're all grown adults. Um I didn't talk to anybody on my floor in McDonald. I didn't know anybody. Um I swear to God, I met my RA or I never met my RA. I got an email from him once. And then I saw his face just before spring break down um coming back from the laundry room. That was like the only time I saw him. And I was like, and the only reason I knew it was him is because I was like following behind him. And I was like, I've never seen this kid in the hallway before. Like, where does he live? And then he walked into the RA's room and I was like, oh, okay. Um, but yeah, um, I had kind of, I spent a lot less time in my McDonald dorm room than I did in my Acres dorm room because so- sophomore year, all of my friends had apartments. So I was constantly off campus spending the night at their place because um, I didn't like living in the dorms, but Overall, you know, positive experiences came out of both. In the end, um, I ended up with some pretty good
0: friends from both dormers or to both residence halls. So. Yeah. so I'm going to say the opposite of what Wendy did for my experience, basically. <laughs> um, not really the opposite, I guess. Um, it's So I was a resident of the 11th floor of North Hubbard Hall. So um, I came from a Michigan State background I, when I I think I in my family, I have over, like, a dozen, like, close relatives from, like, my cousins, uncles, aunts, my parents, my siblings who went to Michigan State. So, I had um, a lot of people telling me how awful Hubbard Hall was when I was going in. So, I had this bad thing put into my head about how Hubbard was going to be. Um, and it had some of both. I met some great people um, in Hubbard, my roommate. Who we'll get into a little bit when we're talking about our or talking about roommates and stuff that ended up being awesome, and um, my sweetmates not so much. Again, what we're gonna get into, um, had two pairs of sweetmates. One that was at the later end that was great, and then one pair that was at the beginning that was terrible. Um, but yes, um, living in Hubbard Hall was definitely an experience and a half, and uh, we're gonna get into that. And first, we're gonna talk about roommates. So how do you deal with your roommates? How should we handle them? Um, what are the things you need to do when you're, I mean, when you're past the point of choosing one, but what are some of the things you could do to work with them before you get there? I mean, Wendy, what was your kind of overall experience with your roommate? I know you kind of knew this person going in, but you can kind of describe kind of your situation, maybe you have a story to go with it.
2: Yeah, I mean, mine was a really traditional roommate story where like, I met her on like an online thing. It wasn't the Facebook group, but it was somewhere online, but it was very early on. So I think like, we started talking maybe like a week after I committed to MSU. So sometime in like April of 2019. And I talked to other girls, but she was the only one that like messaged me first. And And, I mean, again, it's past the point of choosing roommates, so it's not, like, super, like, helpful maybe for someone else in the future. I noticed that for my friends that I have, like, the ones that, like, when their roommate reached out to them first, those were the ones that, like, went well rather than the opposite way. But obviously it has to be the opposite way for the other person. But I don't know. For me and my friends, that seemed to have worked out for people I know. But she was – I didn't meet her until our move-in day, and – I didn't know very much about the way she lived. I just knew that we were both, like, enough clean people. Like, that was just, like, the only type of discussion we had before agreeing to room with each other. And we got along very, very well. In fact, I'm living with her again um, in the fall, in a dorm again. So that's exciting. I think our biggest, like, conflict, which is honestly kind of stupid, if I'm being honest, because we got along on the majority of things, and we were equal levels of cleanliness was the blinds which if you live in hubbard hall right the window is huge and so you have blinds and i'm a not maybe not right now but during the school year i'm a person that i get up you know seven eight in the morning fairly early and i open up all the windows and start getting ready for my day she did not do that she liked to have the windows you know the blinds closed the absolute most amount of time she like could so I was like trying to get ready or you know do stuff with my with my blinds open and she would be like trying to sleep or trying to do something she's like no like it's too early like turning and it was like nine thirty or 10 and like I just want to open the blinds to start my day like I can't get ready or can't like live well the blinds are closed And, again, that doesn't necessarily pertain to my residence hall, but that's the type of, like, little stupid differences you have with kids your age when you're, like, living with them. I'm a – Sarah was talking earlier about how she, like, lived with siblings her whole life. Well, I have siblings too, but they're, like, really a lot younger than me, so I've always kind of been, like, on my own. So that was my first time ever actually living with someone else for a long time. So it was – I was surprised that we didn't have as many – like – we didn't disagree on that many things. But that the whole blind situation is just really, really funny to me. And then the only the other thing that also kind of wasn't an issue was she's a really big snacker and I don't eat snacks at all and I like try to eat healthy and things. And her just having constant like chips and like cookies and stuff in the room was very bad for me. It was very, very tempting and I caved many times.
0: See, I think One of the funny things about what you said was, is I was like the opposite of you in the Mm -hmm. sense that when I was growing up, I was the youngest. So Mm -hmm. when my brother went to college, I was about 10 And my, when my sister left, I was about eight. So like, I was pretty young, like when my brother and sister both left. So when I, I was for like eight years of my life was like the only child basically, because my brother and sister would only come home for like the holidays and now they both have their own jobs. So like when I went to college, I was really living with somebody my age for the first time ever, really. Like I hadn't really had any siblings that were like close to my age. So this was an adjustment. Um, Wendy, I want to clarify, when you met your roommate, was that on room sync?
2: No, it wasn't. It was on. It was on a like a separate site. Ah. I think it was. I think it was RoomSurf. I think it was RoomSurf because no one can ever get Room RoomSync to work. Has yeah. anyone ever gotten that to work?
0: I got it to work. What? I use RoomSync. So <laughs> I I use RoomSync, and for those of you who don't know what RoomSync is, it is an app that's basically like roommate Tinder. It is exactly what it is. You swipe left and right. Really? It's that's literally what it is, and it. But- <laughs> and it has like a description underneath of like who the person is. And then it also had like a skate. like a you'd put in a thing like one to five and how you were about things. So you'd have like cleanliness. Like one would be not very clean at all. Five would be very clean and like like it was like a little if I'm remembering everything quite correctly. And it might have changed a little bit from a year ago when I used it. But that was how I met my roommate. And I got extremely, extremely lucky. And I got a great roommate. Him and I never sparred on anything. Like, literally, I cannot think of one thing we ever disagreed on. And we are, like, best friends to this day. We are living in a house for this upcoming year um, with my cousin and two others. And, like, I think a lot of that what it came down to was communication. Right from the start, we asked each other, like, what we liked, what we did, um, how we were, like um, living wise and stuff like that. And we got along really, really well. And we never really had a problem. We had like a similar schedule and we didn't, we like to do a lot of the same things. We would usually at night, like some nights we'd be playing COD, till call of duty or something till late or something like that. Um, <clears throat> but we never had an issue. And I think a lot of that comes down to communication. We just talked about things. We were pretty open. Like we didn't, we were just like pretty open about everything like we just never had a problem like if my girlfriend was coming to visit I'd be like let him know and that was it like we would cool and he was like fine with it and and I did also that's the other thing too like if you have a significant other like don't have them like live in your dorm like that is the worst thing when you have to be around that and Like, and Wendy's laughing because I, I, like, but, like, when you have, like, someone around, like, all the time, like, unless, like, in, I think, Wendy, like, you've talked to me about it a little bit, or talked to the newsroom about it a little bit, like, with, like, that went good for you because it was, like, another friend for you, but for some (laughs) people, it's not like that, and, um, but, you know, I didn't have my girlfriend over a lot, she was over some, she came, like, a couple different weekends, but, like, a few different weekends and stuff, but, it's that's another thing is like we were just open about it and we communicated and we talked and I think that helps more than anything so if you're coming into this upcoming year just talk to your roommate about things don't be like weird like when you talk about things be like hey do you want me to do like I'm trying to think of like little things like you know when I get up in the morning do you is it okay if I open the blinds is it okay if I do this or that like there's things that if you just talk about it you usually end up solving it I think that's the best thing I can give Um, Sarah, I want to swing it to you. Do you have any roommate advice, horror stories to discuss?
1: Um, I don't recommend living with a friend from high school. Um, I did that my freshman year, obviously with my internet friend and we hadn't like obviously known each other. We didn't officially meet until our AOP, but we were like internet friends for three years before then. So we were pretty close. So, you know, I was like, okay, living with this girl is going to be great. And then... We got around to, like, I would say March, maybe. Um, January, we kind of drifted apart, and I hung out with, like, we had a friend group of four people, and I would go down and hang out with the other two, and she would go off with her boyfriend. And so she kind of, like, drifted, and then March came around, and I just kind of cut all of them off. Um, And she was, like, an extremely toxic person, it turned out, so I was I'm kind of glad that I did, but it was just, like, I went from living with a friend, and we were super excited to be living together, and... We got along super well in the beginning. Um, we shared clothes. We shared food. We shared drinks. Like, we would go out all the time together. We would have girls' nights, like, all this kind of stuff. And then one day, she was just, like, we just stopped talking. And it was really, really awful, like, living there and sleeping at her feet because we would be mad at each other. Like, we weren't on a talking basis. Like, we would just be sitting at our desks, and we wouldn't talk to each other. Like, yeah. it was that bad. And, like, when we were leaving um, in May after you know we moved out I was like okay well I'm leaving like have a good summer and she just glared at me and I was like okay um I was trying to be civil but whatever don't have a good summer I guess (laughs) and then freshman year too obviously I lived in acres so I had the other two girls in my room and those girls had um for those of you who don't know acres is like it 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 sleeps four people but the four beds are split apart by a wall so there was my, mine and my roommates were the farthest beds back. And then there was a wall. And then there was my other two roommates. Um, and they had, like, a curtain up blocking off, like, their little area. So, like, you couldn't see into what they were doing unless, like, you walked in there yourself. And um, these kind of girls, like, they didn't go out. They didn't ever have friends over. One of them had a boyfriend. And he would come, like, once in a blue moon. Um, they were super, super sweet girls. But they just, like always had a problem with something we were doing. Like, we weren't allowed to have pre-games in our room. We weren't allowed to, like, um, be loud after a certain point and, like, have a certain amount of people in our room because it made them uncomfortable. And I was like, I mean, we'll respect that. But at the same time, like, it's college. Like, I kind of want to have, some have fun. fun, dude.
0: Yeah.
1: And because um, they were constantly just, like, studying and sleeping. And I was like, you're not going to do anything else. Like, do you want to go out? Do you want to get dinner? Like, do you want to hang out? And they just never would. Um, and then after, like, my one friend and I, like, fell off, they started hanging, like, talking to her way more than they would talk to me, so it just kind of felt like I had been shunned from the whole room, and I was, like, living with them still for three months, so it was kind of hard, but, um, so, yeah, I don't recommend living with people you know, um, because once that, once that friendship was gone, uh, it was, like, a domino effect, and so I had to find a whole new friend group, and I had to, like, I couldn't talk to any of my roommates, and, it was just, it was awful. Um, and just the whole fact that, like, um, my friend and I had different sides than the other two girls. So it was just, like, these partiers and then the ones that cared about school more. Um, and then my sophomore year, like I said earlier, I went in blind. And that was one of the best decisions I ever made. Because out of it, I got another little friend group. Um, this girl is the coolest person ever, um, like, She was just telling me about a road trip. She went on a cross country road trip, um, just this past month and she's been texting me about it. And like, she introduced me to a bunch of new people. Um, she plays for the rugby team too, which I thought was really cool. So like, she would go and have games on weekends. Um, and like, sometimes I, we were really good friends and we got along a lot. Like Eli said, like communication was key. We were pretty similar in everything that we did. Um, My only regret is that, like, I didn't hang out with her enough because I was so focused on, like, my other friends. And now that I have a boyfriend, I was focused on him once spring semester came around. And I feel like I missed out on doing a lot with her because she would always invite me places, but stuff would come up in the way and I wouldn't be able to, whether it was work or... Because she would invite me to, like, parties at the rugby house on the same nights that I would have to go cover, you know, gymnastics or hockey or something like that. So it just never correlated, um... And then she had a boyfriend when I was single and then she broke up with him and then I had a boyfriend when she was single. So it was just kind of like constant back and forth of either she wasn't home or I wasn't home. Um, So if I could go back and like redo senior year in that aspect, I totally would. But regardless, we're still pretty close friends. We're living a 10 minute walk from each other next year. So that's like what I'm excited about. Um, Yeah, we got along in everything. We would go out to dinner together. We'd watch shows together. Um, It was like, It was kind of, she was kind of like a sister to me. So it was kind of like my youngest sister here. Um, We just got along in that aspect. Like we would bully each other, but at the same time, like it was all out of love because, you know, we both knew we were joking and it was all fun and games.
0: Yeah, it's, it's really hard when, with like the living with a friend thing, like, because I think like, if it doesn't work out, there's almost like a toxic feeling about it. Instead of, like, if you go in blind and you don't really work with each other, you kind of figure out, like, how to be tolerant of each other. And you can be kind of good in a way. But, like, when you come into, like, a situation where you're like, oh, we're good friends and you have, like, a falling out and it doesn't work, it's just going to be toxic. Yeah, and
1: college is fully about branching out, so I definitely recommend to go in blind and meet people, like... I was originally going to live on the sixth floor and then I saw that the room preference was like quiet, no drinking, like no, no, like n- no partying and stuff like that. And so I was like, well, I don't want to live there. So then I picked um, the room that I actually lived in. And it was like, I totally 100% recommend. I just like, I, cause I moved in late. Um, so when I went in blind, like her name was already on the room so I could see who she was. And then I looked her up on Instagram and I just DM'd her and that's how we like kind of got to know each other from there and then yeah it was just like it's a growing experience together rather than having that backpack on your shoulders coming in with somebody else that like you already knew from high school and having all of that history that could just literally knock you down within the first few months of college
0: yeah it's it's definitely a weird experience because I think going in blind I I went in blind basically because I didn't really know my roommate and then we kind of just like we talked over the summer quite a bit and we got to, like, know each other pretty well. But, like, we still didn't really get to, like, we never met each other. So, it was, like, we kind of went in that way. But I, I would recommend it, too. But, I think, again, I think a lot of it comes down to communication with your roommate. Like, you just got to be upfront and honest and be like, this is what I like. This is what I don't. You work with each other. There's gonna be th- You're never going to be 100% agree on everything. But you have to find your middle ground and do what you need to do, I think. Um I guess we'll swing it to sweetmates, which I kind of have some of the same things, similar things to say. Um, I guess I'm going to start out with my story on this one. I guess this is like the first horror story we're going to have on this, because this was a wild experience and I'll never forget it. Um, moving in to, with my sweetmates. So if you haven't already figured this out, if you're not a freshman or if you're whatever, um... With your sweetmates, you do not get to know who they are or contact them until you move in. So I had to, we had no idea who our sweetmates were going to be. You, we moved into Hubbard, and they were moving in at the same time. So my roommate and I, we had just met. We go to meet these two kids. We meet them. We go through the thing. And it seemed like, okay, Like we met them when their parents are there. And when you meet somebody when, your par- when their parents are there, you don't really get to meet them. You know, so like at first they seemed really nice and it was like, oh, okay, we'll see how this goes. So like an hour or so after we're like my, our parents all leave and we're kind of like starting to do our own thing a little bit. Like they knock on our door and they come over like on our bathroom door. And they were like, we started like just talking and we kind of like laid some of the ground rules of like the bathroom, what we were going to do or whatever. And we moved on. Well, that night we were like hanging out with some people and we decided like, oh, let's invite them over and be nice. You know, we had like pizza and we were doing some, we were hanging out, you know, doing normal college kid stuff. And we asked them if they want to come over and they were like, no, we don't want to come over. It was like, oh, okay. And then we kept inviting them, kept inviting them. They never wanted to come over. So then, you know, as the year goes on, they make our bathroom an absolute mess. The first semester, they were just Gross. Like flat out nasty, dirtying up our bathroom, all that stuff, which people deal with all the time, and like you know, we were cleaning the bathroom. Our roommate and I were clean. We didn't. We kept our stuff out, and it was like we. So we we tried talking with them about it. They they wouldn't do anything, and we were like, whatever. Let's just get through this. Well, we start to figure out halfway through the semester that these two do no longer like each other, and in fact, no longer do they not like each other, but they absolutely despise each other. So. There are multiple times I went into the bathroom to take a shower, go to the bathroom, and I would hear them like yelling at each other or like talking on the phone with their parent, complaining about them, calling them all kinds of names and telling them how gross they were and everything else, which you kind of get to hear that. And we, tr- you know, we weren't really close with them at all. Like I said, they ignored us, even though we tried having them over and stuff. They just didn't want to talk, which if you're in Hubbard, you have a bathroom between us. So it was kind of hard to be like we didn't like run into each other all the time. So then we get into the later part, into the beginning of the second semester, and they're still there. But we, again, didn't see them very often. And it got to the point where they were getting just, like, overtly gross, and it was very frustrating. So, and they weren't taking care of anything. So we got to the point where we started just taking all of our stuff out of the bathroom. And even to the point where we would literally take our toilet paper roll, use what we needed, and take it out. And we were like, use your own toilet paper. You're not using ours anymore. So we did that as like a passively aggressive thing to like clean the bathroom or like clean up your shit because this is getting old. Well, one of my roommates must have went in there and I don't still don't know what substance this was, nor do I want to know. But there was no toilet paper in there. And the towel, my towel sat on a little rack in front of the toilet. And I come in the next day after we took the toilet paper out and all of our stuff out as like passive aggressive thing to be like clean it up in here. I come back and I left my towel in there and there was a brown foreign substance on my towel in the bathroom. And I don't know to this day whether it was vomit or something else. And I still don't want to know. But it was the grossest thing I've ever been a part of. And I, had, I threw it out immediately. And we still don't know. We know it came after you went to the bathroom. So we know it was them. And then literally I was about to, we were going to say something. And within the next day, he told me that they were both moving out. Because they hated each other and they couldn't live with each other anymore. The next day after. That they, the two had grown to a, to a point where they could, the, my two sweetmates grown to a point where they couldn't live with each other anymore. So they were moving out. And then for two months we didn't have a room any sweetmates, so we had our own bathroom and it was so much cleaner and so great. About and then two months later, or like after those two months, we had two new sweetmates come in, and they were fantastic. But we only got them for like two or three weeks before COVID hit. We all had to go home, and it's really sad because they were great, and I never got their Snapchat, and I can't talk to them anymore, and I'm very frustrated about that. But it was um, with your sweetmates. This is my recommendation. You can't pick them, which sucks. But what you can do is talk to them, and again, communication, and try to figure things out. And um, we tried to do the passive-aggressive approach, and I got something on my towel. So um, I suggest trying to communicate with them and try... You're never going to be friends with all four. It rarely ever happens. And... So, try to be friends with them because otherwise, you may get things on your towel. That's my only suggestion. Try to be cool with it. But, um, that's where we're at. I mean, so who, anybody else have any sweetmeat things they want to talk about that maybe might not be as like that, but might have some uh, merit as well?
1: Okay, so, um, sorry, I was reading something, but, um, my streetmates and I, like I said, we never met. We never talked. Um, my freshman year, obviously, everybody lived in the room together. We all had like our special areas. Um, the bathroom was nothing we ever really like complained about because um, you know we knew who was using it. Like we saw them face to face every day. So um, all of the spaces were divided. Were easier to divide than it was when we lived in when I lived in McDonald. Um, so basically, these girls. I moved in the first day. I think I. I lied earlier when I said I never saw their face. I did see their face once. um, And that was on the first day that I moved in. We had our bathroom door open because I was putting stuff in there. And she came in from her side. And, like, as she was closing the door, like, we made eye contact in the mirror. And that was, like, the only time I saw her. Um, I legit never talked to these girls unless it was over text. I didn't even have their numbers saved because I hated them. They were so mean for no reason. Um, like you said with the toilet paper, like they stopped buying toilet paper and stuff, so we eventually my roommate works at the Kellogg Center, is a hotel room like cleaner. So she would just like bring home toilet paper from work and we'd keep it in our room and we like would only bring the roll in there if um like it was us using the bathroom. We wouldn't leave the rolls in there because we didn't want them using it. We would often steal the Febreze out of the bathroom too, because we didn't want them using it, and my roommate like I said earlier, was a smoker, so she would use that to like clear out our room. Um, um, the passive, passive aggressive sticky notes too. Um, they originally like signed our sweetmate contract without our approval, and they made up all of these rules without our approval. So um, they were like, let's have like a weekly cleaning schedule or like every other week cleaning schedule, like so none of us like it's not just one person doing it every time, and then it ended up always being me. To clean the bathroom. So I would leave, like, these passive-aggressive sticky notes that was, like, clean the freaking bathroom. Like, I'm not doing it again. I've done it the last three weeks in a row. Get your hair off the counter. Get your hair, like, off the sink, like, area. Get it out of the shower. Because um, it's just, like, they they wouldn't, they would say, like, oh, like, they would text us when we need to take out the trash, but when I would text them to take out the trash, they wouldn't do it, and they would just let it overflow, and then they'd get mad that we let it overflow, and it's, like, you guys are also in charge of the trash, like, it's not just our bathroom, um, so eventually, like, we just gave up, um, they had a water filter on our sink, and they were, like, oh, like, you guys gotta buy the next filter, and I was, like, me and our like me and my roommate didn't ask for this filter. We don't want the filter. We frankly do not care about the filter. Like if there needs to be a filter replacement, you guys can do it. It's thirty dollars and I'm not putting thirty dollars into it. Um because I like I only use this thing to wash my hands. So like what is the point of buying a new water filter? And the water was perfectly fine anyways without it. Um so eventually like we literally just let it it was the same filter all year. Like, we didn't change the filter at all. Um, And then, like, February came around, and the filter literally, like, shot off the sink. So we just kept it off the sink. Like, yeah, like, it exploded off the sink. So we just, we didn't put it back on. We just threw it away. We were like, whatever, we don't want this. Um, I think I might have seen them. I don't, like, I have no idea what they look like, but I could have seen them, like, leaving for class at some point, too. Um... I think there was one time that I did, she was like locking her door as I was leaving at the same time and she just kind of looked at me and then walked away and I was like, we literally share a bathroom and you're not going to say hi to me like you're not going to acknowledge that I exist like these people were so rude. And I mean, I'm pretty sure one of them was a nursing major. So I mean, it makes sense because nursing majors are usually always like that. Um, at least every single one that I've met, my freshman year roommate, the one that we fell off and aren't friends anymore, she was a nursing student too, so it's just, it's like I, I don't have good experiences with nursing students, but um, yeah, I just, we didn't have a relationship, like there was nothing there, so I feel like we just pretended they didn't exist, and eventually like my roommate and I just stopped answering their texts, we stopped doing things for them, like it, we, if we bought something, it was strictly just for us, and that was about it, like, because they were mean and they were dirty and they would boss us around but wouldn't do anything about like their part of it. So
0: Yeah, it's the sweetmeat thing is such a mess. It is like a really awful system the way Michigan State I think makes you go through because you can't as much as we talk about going random is you literally like it's it's just you have to be like you, you go into a situation and it's so awkward like from the start cuz you literally have no idea what they're what they who they are and they don't even let you talk to them before so you don't get to know them at all like there should be at least a system where you at least get to know them before I think but Wendy it sounds like you also have a story as well that you would like to tell
2: yeah so i guess mine is different into where i kind of knew who my sweet mates were there is you know a lucky situation sometimes where the two rooms next to each other are empty, and so people, you know, can get them. So my roommate, she had two really close friends who, they were together, so they were dating, who were also going to MSU. So they were like, hey, let's maybe try to be sweetmates" because they were living together. So they somehow found, a, like, some place where there was two rooms next to each other, so they got our room for all four of us. So so they got me in my roommate's room and then their room. So I kind of knew who my roommate my sweetmates were so and you know because I liked my roommate so I was like yeah I'm gonna like my sweetmates, and they were really nice they were they were kind of how like Sarah was saying like at least say hi like they would say hi to me and stuff when I would see them around but they were just a very different vibe of people than I was and my roommate is very much more like me so I almost thought it was weird I was like that's so weird because they're very different from my roommate but apparently they're super close friends but right away, it was just, for me being, like, an outsider, it was really strange because I was scared, for one, that they were going to, like, abandon me and, like, go hang out together or, like, do things without me and, like, just exclude me. And it wasn't really that at all. Like, so, So like, our sweetmates were very on top of things. So they were the ones, like, okay, we need to be, like, set up a time to meet so we can fill out this roommate agreement thing or so we can just talk when, like, it really was, it was something we had already kind of mentioned before. And it was not, like, didn't need to be, like, a date and time we had to assign to go and, like, have a conversation. And I remember I just thought that was so strange how, how they were, like, treating it. But they were really good about cleaning it. So that's really good because a lot of times that was something me and my roommate didn't have to worry about. We obviously cleaned, but usually she, um, our sweetmates mates kind of took care of it for us. But then, I mean, you mentioned, Eli, earlier how I said ha- that my roommate's significant other would was, like, friend of mine. I He would come over almost every single weekend, and we ended up becoming really good friends. And they were also friends with the suite mates, so there was a lot of just back and forth and, like, running around between the two rooms. And occasionally, it kind of just felt like my roommate worked a lot on weekends, and then the her boyfriend would come anyways, and he'd hang out with them. And I would just be, like in my room, just, like, by myself, because I was, like, well, like, my roommate's not there, and, like, I know I'm friends with her boyfriend and stuff, but not enough to go and, like, be with them, and it was just kind of, like, awkward on my part, I don't know, it wasn't the worst situation, and, like, some other things happened between, like, my roommate and the sweetmates that I I just don't want to go into, because it's not my business to talk about, but, so, even, even when you actually do know them, kind of, it's not always picture perfect it wasn't terrible in terms of just you know the cleaning part and the in the bathroom part but more just along like a social aspect it was really strange for me being like the odd one out
0: yeah so I guess what we're gonna wrap up here with is is like what things we need to know what people should know about going into dorms and what people should be um going to do with like how how like what are the things you should do? So I guess what I'll start and I'll go ahead. When you're going into these dorms, you already heard the start things about what you need, and this whole COVID thing is gonna make it even more extended because you really need hand sanitizer, Lysol, Clorox, blah blah blah. Um, but like when it comes to like what you need to do, like we, I've said a hundred times on this podcast by now, is communication. Everything's gonna be awkward unless you don't make it that way, and unfortunately, with my mates, everything ended up getting got made awkward like really quick and I'm not sure that there's anything I could have done or my roommate and I could have done to change that but like you can try so don't like I think the number one thing you could do is be like I know it's a weird experience but go in and try to make it as less awkward as possible and then the other thing is like communicate through your problems and try to help um and then like just try to be like better Like, just talking things out and, like, not making it awkward. Just make it, like, normal as possible. Because otherwise, it's just going to be this really weird experience, especially with COVID. And then when you have horror stories like these, you'll eventually, like, laugh at it, I think. Like, I think, like, I look back at it now, like, my crazy horror story, and I laugh at it. Like, it may seem big at the moment, and it sucks when you're living with that person, but just make it happen. I think you have to go in knowing that there's going to be problems and it's never going to be perfect. And just when those problems come up, try to make them better. Um, Sarah, do you have any advice for anyone coming into this, what their store, what they should try to do when they're going into a dorm, whether it be with roommates, sweetmates, or anything living in the dorms?
1: Um, I definitely would obviously, like I said earlier, try to room with a stranger and get to know them as best you can. Um, because you know, you're going to be living with them. They're going to be hopefully one of your really good friends for the remainder of your college career and afterwards. Um, Definitely try to get in contact with that person too before you get to school. Like Eli said, you can't control who your sweet mates are, but you can control who your roommate is and you can control that relationship you have with your roommate. Um, So, you know, do the best that you can in befriending them and staying friends with them and spend time with them. My biggest regret from sophomore year is not spending enough time with my roommate. Um, I love her pieces and I, you know, I wish I could have, um, I could go back and, you know, spend more time with her, go to, go to her rugby games or go to parties that she invited me to, um, you know, cancel things to make time for her. But, um, you might not, and exactly like, you might not think about it in the moment. Like I didn't think about it in the moment, but it'll hit you down the road. So just try to make this person one of your, your allies in college, they're there with you. They're doing the same thing as you and they're sharing the same space as you. It's better to, you know, um, have that kind of little friendship, love and bond rather than be at each other's throats. Um, all the time. I've had both aspects of it and trust me, you do not want to be at each other's throats living with them. Um, that is one of the worst things ever. I hated it so much. It made me so miserable to, you know, hate my roommate. Um, but, And I know sometimes you can't avoid that, but like Eli said, I mean, yeah, you kind of can if you put in the effort too. So just make time for them, put in effort. It'll be okay if you do those two things because if you don't, you know, and especially with COVID, you're going to be in that room a lot. So you might as well get to know this person and make sure that, you know, you are on each other's good sides.
0: Wendy, do you have any last minute advice before we get off?
2: yeah so i think with my last minute advice i'll add a short little story the day we had our training for the spring semester for the state news um our managing editor samaya overall and i lived on the same floor and so we were going to go together um i get out of my room it smells absolutely awful like never smelled something like this before I don't think I go and start walking to a room to knock on her door so we can leave and I notice that there's just a gigantic pile of puke all over the floor just smeared right in front of her door like maybe about a foot away from her door and it reeked and stuff like that happens all the time so you know a lot of stuff is going to happen while you're living in college and I think you just got to you know, have an open mind that sometimes there might be puke on your floor, and you just gotta live with it, you know, it's, it's a good experience, so I think just, oh, be aware of the people that you're living with, you know, try to, definitely don't live with someone that you knew beforehand, but, you know, try to get to know your roommate, establish a relationship with them, especially coming up, you're gonna, definitely be in the room a lot more than you would usually be so I think it's really important to have that established relationship
0: yeah and, yeah I think like the the last thing before we get off is make your dorm in where you're living in you have to treat it like your home Hubbard was not where I wanted to live at all when I heard all these awful things about it but Hubbard now to me like when anyone talks shit about Hubbard always back it up if you didn't live there you don't get to talk crap about it no that's, you don't and that's the same thing it's like you have to make it your own make the experience enjoyable you have to go in just be have an open mind enjoy it you're gonna have horror stories along the way you're gonna have these problems but you have to make it your own and make it exciting and make it a good experience for you and with your roommates you get to choose your roommate you don't with your mates, but you gotta make it happen somehow and make things work make it the best you can and that's all you can do that's all we have for everybody today i want to thank everyone for coming on the podcast Aaron and wendy so again thank you guys for coming onto the podcast thanks
1: for having us thank you for having
0: us stay tuned send us your horror stories we want to know some of the awful things that have happened to you don't include your roommates and sweetmates' names or people you live with in the dorm but you should send us your horror stories we want to hear about them it'd be fun so thank you everybody for listening and having a wonderful day